Hi everyone, I'm Maria Thea Harris or VeloSos. You're listening to today's ASG Monday on So Organised Style Podcast. So Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. A big sponsor shout out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors. The Australian Sewing Guild, who has been our Monday Daily Series regular, is now a sponsor of Sew Organised Style Podcast. Go to ozsew.org to check out the online workshops, sew-alongs, skills library and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture as she launches it online. Go to her website to see her new online sewing classes and patterns. Welcome back to ASG Monday everyone. Last week Louise Sparrow, Chair of the Australian Sewing Guild, talked about a well-respected bra-making tutor, Linda Jobson. So today Linda from Linda's Lingerie is today's guest to answer a few questions about creating her bra-making tutorials as an online resource. Let's get started. Hi Linda. Hi Maria. Thank you for your time today. You're welcome. I'm glad and very pleased and privileged to be here. It's wonderful that you've been able to come onto the show and follow up on the podcast that Louise did last week talking about your background in bra making and what you've been doing this year. So because we've got a large listening audience and we're both based in Australia, can you tell us where you live? Yes, I live in Regent's Park, which is a southern suburb of Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. And at the moment, it's getting quite warm up there, isn't it? Yes, it is. We don't have much of a spring. We tend to go almost from winter almost straight into summer. So it is warming up considerably, yes. You know, our northern listeners, they're coming out of their summer. So they get to know a little bit about what it's like living in Australia. Yes, that's right. I do. Can you tell our listeners about your sewing background? Yes, certainly, Maria. I started sewing when I was about nine years old. My mother sewed for the families, so we had lots of lovely handmade or, you know, mum-made clothing over the years. And as soon as we all got old enough to work the sewing machine, we started making our own clothes. So that was that was my love of sewing. We started on dolls' clothes and then, of course, you know, worked up to clothing for ourselves. When I moved to Sydney in 1976... I did a network course and that just opened up a whole new era of sewing and I couldn't believe it. It just blew my mind and I was sewing all sorts of things. And then in 1980, I bought a knitwit franchise and had a knitwit shop in Sydney for three years before I came to Brisbane. I worked with knitwit up here for a couple of years before I had my daughter in 88. After that, I just did some local stretch sewing teaching until... One day, the class was doing a lingerie course and they ended the course with saying, now let's learn to make bras. Well, I just almost threw my hands in the air and went, oh, well, we didn't learn to make bras with knitwit. My sister in Victoria was doing a bit of bra making teaching, so she gave me a few hints. I went and bought a pattern and some fabric, made one up and went, oh, my goodness, that was easy. Admittedly, it was a what we call an unstructured bra, so it didn't have the frame, but from there it just went on. I taught bra making since 1993 and I realised I could 
teach ladies how to sew bras, but they couldn't fit themselves. And of course, obviously, that is still an issue today. So that's when I started in this lingerie and custom making bras, but still teaching bra making as the opportunity arose. Have all of your students been women? No, the odd occasion we've had a man come and do it. Not very often, but occasionally. Okay. With the bra making that you do, is it all sorts of bras or are there some that you do specifically? In the basic bra making workshop, I use booby traps, pattern and kits just because I know they work and it's just easy to do one pattern and not have to be doing different styles in the one workshop. And it is a basic bra making workshop. Once they've done the basics, then it's really just a matter of if you buy a pattern that's got different cut pieces in it, they're all still mm-hmm. sewn the same way. They still all have seams and top stitched or whatever and then sewn into the frame. So it really isn't a lot different. It's just a matter of how many pieces are in the cup of the bra. That's good to know. 1996 was when I established Linda's Lingerie and that's when I started custom making bras. So when it comes to custom making bras, does the person have to be there with you? They do because that's what custom make means. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean to say in the early years, I well not so much early years, but over the years I've had women from England and America send me a bra to copy and I can do that. I can't guarantee it's going to fit exactly, but I can copy Mm. it to the best of my ability. Remembering fabrics do make up differently, but I have had reasonable success with doing that for a couple of clients and one is still an ongoing client from America. Because remember, when I first started back in 1996, there was no one in the world doing what I was doing. So, of course, as soon as I had a website and an internet presence, people would Google and I would come up. So that's how I got a lot of overseas inquiries. Have you seen a change in the technology that's available with the fabrics and the notions when it comes to bra making? Not really, no. It is still all fairly standard elastics and strapping and rings and slides. I suppose the clear rings and slides and the clear elastic strapping, that just comes to mind, but not much else because they're all pretty standard. Over the years, I do a padded strap and I certainly do a fair few front opening bras and I can change existing bras into front opening bras but not a lot of technical changes. There are a lot more patterns out there now than when I first started. Booby traps and quick sew patterns were the only ones around for quite a few years, but lots of girls have got on the bandwagon and they've designed different pattern styles that they've come up with, which is great. means I don't have to do it. I could do it if I really, really wanted to, but it's not my forte and not really my area. I'm not a very technical person. So when these new patterns have come out, I've gone, yes, I don't have to design it myself. (laughs) That's good. So Linda, 2020 has been a year of so many things that we can and can't do. And you mentioned that usually when you teach, it's face-to-face. So how have you changed to cater for us being in social isolation quite a lot this year? Well, yes, this year I have launched my online bra-making videos it took a lot more time and preparation and planning than you know you think it's going to take. But I enjoyed doing it. I was a bit apprehensive and I certainly don't like listening to myself on the videos, but yes. that's just what has to be done. And teaching is, you know, and it always was a passion of mine. 
So when I do teach, I'm sort of really in my element. And so the videos where I'm actually, the filming of the actual making of the bra rather than the preparation flows a lot more smoothly because I'm doing what I just always do. Whereas the preparation was a little bit of reading, so it's a little bit static, but that's the way it is. It's really clear that you have years of bra making experience that I never knew about until Louise talked about you in last week's ASG podcast. Last week, Louise talked about your videos. Can you tell us what you've developed for us? The basic workshop is a series of seven videos. I'm very conscious of the fact that there's a lot of information you need to know before you even buy a pattern and buy your kit or the things that you're going to use to make a bra up. So I've, I've done an introduction, I've done a checklist to make the ladies think about the bra that they want to make and what changes like from the bra that they're wearing, what would they like different to that? So to really think about the product that they want to make so that they're not just doing it as a sample and it's not going to be any good. And then, you know, the measuring themselves, which is not easy, but I give them lots of ideas and hints into tracing their pattern, cutting out, and then into the bra making. It's a series of seven videos. I have also done a series of eight, what I call advanced classes. Once you know how to sew a bra, then there's lots of things that you can do. Padded straps, fabric straps, making a front opening bra, changing a molded cup, adding padding into your bra cups, a whole range of different things that can be added to the basic once they know how to put a bra together. Wow. We had Julie Brand on the podcast earlier this year, so she's perfect again? Yes. Yes. And a friend of mine. <laughs> oh, there you go. She develops breast forms. Well, the beauty about Julie's breast forms is that you actually don't need a mastectomy bra to wear her breast forms because the breast form basically adheres to the chest cavity. I'm actually the Queensland fitter and distributor for her breast forms and so women can come to me. They don't always have to have a bra made by me. I suggest they bring their bras with them and then we fit the breast form into it to see what's going to look the best and fit the best for them. Some ladies say, look, I really do need new bras, so we make a new bra for them at the same time. So for women who are sewing their own bras and don't want to put a pocket in, they can make a normal bra and use the breast forms quite easily and successfully. And they are lovely and lightweight. Don't suit everybody, I will acknowledge that, but a lot mm. of the smaller busted ladies find them much more comfortable, whereas the bigger busted ladies like the weight of the other breast forms so you know there is a place for both but we certainly need to let the Australian ladies know about this Australian product. It must bring a lot of joy to people when they can actually have a bra that fits them and a breast form that is comfortable to wear. Oh most definitely you know just the look of relief and just comfort is you know particularly as we get older and the majority of women that you know I see are older Comfort is the number one, you know, you, in your younger years, you can put up with a bit of discomfort, but as you get older, we forget about that. We want to be more comfortable. That's what happens with the breast forms. They are a lot more comfortable. And of course, having a correct fitting bra and a, a bra that does what your breasts need it to do, obviously, you know, helps with that as well. It does. It's really comforting to know that there's someone local that we can go to to learn how to make bras that fit us no matter what our body is doing at the time. Yes, definitely, because our bodies do change. <laughs> 
Oh, they do. <laughs> do you want to talk about people who have come to your classes who have various body types? I do have transgenders and cross-dressers who come to me for the custom-made bras, but at this stage I actually haven't taught anybody. They haven't come across my path at the moment, but I don't have a problem with teaching whoever wants to learn to make their bras because it's just so important that our bras fit where they're meant to fit. They are comfortable, the straps are sitting right, and it's just doing what your body needs the bra to do for you. When Louise talked about your videos... You've got a special deal for Australian Sewing Guild members. Do you want to let our listeners know about that? I'm an industry part with the ASG. I have offered the ASG members a discount. They go onto the ASG website and get the code to then yep. put in. So when they go on to purchase the video, they put the code in and they get their discount. Listeners, make sure you have a look at the podcast blog post for Linda's Lingerie. And on that will be the links to... Linda's tutorials, her video tutorials. It will also have the links to her website and there'll be a link to the ASG website page where you can find the industry partners and get your discount code if you're a member. Remember that. It'll all be on the podcast website, all the links. What's the one tip you want to leave our listeners with when it comes to making bras? It's not difficult to sew a bra as the manufacturers would like you to believe. Straight and zigzag stitch really is all you need to do. The seam allowances are small. It really is, like I say, it's a jigsaw puzzle. It's a matter of putting the pieces together and then finishing off all the edges. One of the suggestions I say in the videos is that you, if you've got an old bra at home, that's fine. If you don't, then go to like an op shop or a, I'm not quite sure what they call them overseas, thrift shops and buy an old bra and undo one side because by undoing it, you get to see how they've put it together mm -hmm. and that can help you when you start making a bra. And don't expect that the first bra is going to fit you or be the best. Sometimes it might take you a couple of attempts at doing it mm. and you can't rush it. It will take some time to get your first bra done. I say that just so that people don't get disappointed. Oh, you know, just because I can make a bra in a short period of time, I've been doing it for over 24 years, but with lots of experience, I'm sure I could make a bra with my eyes closed. And it really is just take it slowly, step by step, mm. read your instructions carefully and go back to your sewing and just do step by step as you would normally do on, in any sewing project. But following instructions is really important. I know us women don't like necessarily to follow instructions, but when I'm teaching, I always say to the girls, go back to your instructions and mm. read them. But it's also a good idea to have a bra with you so that you can actually look at the insides and go, oh, that's what they've done there. I find that's a good tip to have as well. I always have the bra next to me. When I'm making bras myself, I always have mm. it sitting there, especially for the hook and eyes. So That's I can yes. <laughs> see exactly. I always yes. get that wrong. And also putting the strap together, that can be a little bit tricky too, to make mm. sure you make your strap up first before you attach it to the bra. You cannot attach part of the strap to the bra and then try and finish it off. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, they're really great tips. Thank you so much, Linda. You're welcome. So, Linda, when you buy the videos, can you see them more than once? Do you own them? Yes, you do own them because it gets downloaded and then you have them because you will need to stop and start and you will need to watch them maybe more than once and then 
next time you make a bra, you'll need to go back and do it again. And there's no time period either. You can, you've always got them, so you don't have to do it in the first six weeks or else they're not there anymore. No, that's right. Once you purchase it, you own that. I think the beauty of the videos is that you'll always be talking calmly to the person who's watching while they're frustrated with their sewing <laughs> efforts. <laughs> that's true. I am going to do a Facebook private group page so that people who do download the videos can come on ask questions and once a month I'm hoping to do a zoom meeting so that Great. people can come on and have their if they've got challenges with their sewing they can show them and I can hopefully guide them through and, and answer their questions for them. You really are making the right changes to get your experience out to as many people as possible this year aren't you well yes i am <laughs> because having the videos is one thing but being able to be part of a private facebook group and have that face to face with you is going to be so valuable for so many people who really want to make bras yeah it is because i just know from teaching for so many years the amount of ladies who continue to sew their bras as those who don't and there's only a handful of ladies who continue to sew and maybe that's because they haven't had the opportunity to ask questions or be able mm. to come back to me I don't really know the answer to that but that's one of the things that I've decided to do because I know that people will have ongoing questions and ongoing things that they need to ask about so that will be made available I'm not quite sure how I'm going to structure that price-wise or cost-wise, whether it'll be a membership or whatever, but mm -hmm. that's in the planning and it, it'll be done soon. So, Linda, it sounds like you've really got your act into gear this year by providing us with a series of bra-making videos that we can afford, that we can own with no time limit and that you'll be engaging with us through your Facebook page and possibly even some Zoom meetings. So, you know, you've just done so much this year for us and we can just benefit from actually getting started on bra making. We we'll look forward to that. Linda, thank you so much for coming on ASG Monday and telling our listeners about your background in bra making, what you do in teaching as, as a bra making tutor and now making your bra making uh, tutor experience available people online Yes, it's an exciting time and we'll see where it all leads. I'm so pleased that you're an Australian who's doing this for people globally. Sorry, I just had to throw that in. We're an Australian yes. podcast and I love having yeah. Australians on the show. And I've been, feel very privileged and very happy to be able to be part of it. Thank you, Maria. Thanks, Linda. And have a good day, listeners. This episode of So Organised Style Podcast for ASG Monday was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Linda, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to So Organised Style Podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and Lipson, our podcast distributor. Post any questions or podcast suggestions you have on our podcast Instagram account or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.